0: I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the house. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Are not two stars sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs on your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than of any sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. And whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. So I say, be not afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. It's really wonderful to have uh, people back in the church. I can tell you that it uh, uh, changes the whole uh, atmosphere. And even uh, I can even hear you singing It was really nice in the Gloria to get so many to hear the voices. Uh, really nice so hopefully those of you at home are also singing as well. The last few uh, months have been hard for us all and it's uh, uh, Please God we're coming out of, uh, of this pandemic uh, uh, and uh, we need to continue praying and we we all have the courage and the conviction to keep uh, observing uh, the necessary rules. It's been very hard as, as a church because uh, um, uh, if you're really I can share with you after mass, but there's just so much administration and paperwork that we have to do to enable you do, to be sitting here today. But it's worth it because we're in this together and it's worth it because we're all journeying towards our goal. Let's for a moment imagine a scene. Raiden, can you just put your hand up for a moment so everyone can see that beautiful face of yours? Or hand, please? Okay. So, Raiden, just remind me how old you are. 15. Fifteen. So let's just imagine Ray was three, okay? He's three years old, and Mum and Dad taking her to uh, uh, Westfield in New And uh, let's just say it's um, Christmas Eve. It's really, really busy. People shoving up their way, their way onto escalators, pushing themselves in and out of the lips. And poor rain is there with Mum and Dad, and he gets lost and Dad, lose. It's pretty sad. So, as, as, uh, time goes on and uh, Mum and Dad go to come and find him and they're looking around and all they can hear are uh, people talking and other, other children uh, crying and uh, um, making noises and all of that. How do you think Mum and Dad feel, right? Now? Just remember you're three, not fifteen. Pardon? Frightened.
1: Frightened?
0: Yeah, how do you think you would feel? Same? So, do you think you'd have a happy face or a sad face? Sad face. Sad face yeah. Okay, and you'd be afraid, obviously. So. Yeah. Mum and Dad would be, be probably thinking the worst possible thing that would happen. It's that sort of fear that Jesus is talking about this morning in, uh, in the Gospel. He's saying to us, do not be afraid, but each one of us
1: have fears. Fear is one like of the most primitive
0: instincts in all our lives. It's said that even a baby can experience fear, fear of falling, fear of being dropped, and uh, throughout life, no matter how old we may be, we'll never manage to shake off all the fears that we've had. I, at my grade age of 59, am afraid of heights, and another thing that I'm too embarrassed to say about, but I will to, you, I I am afraid when I see a cockroach, I, I can I can jump about three-fourths, believe it or not. I have uh, uh, those fears, and am I able to overcome them? I'm not sure. Are you able to overcome your fears? Maybe you can answer. Each week, week, women and men, young children and uh, young people, for decades, have gathered in this very church. There they all sit, places usually solemn. Passive and apparently carefree. But behind that face, let me say that behind maybe the masks that we all put on in our lives, there are are real people. You are real people with doubt, with fears, and with anxieties. And you are the only one that knows what those anxieties and fears are. It is these real people with their real fears, namely you and I, that our Lord is addressing in this morning's gospel, as three times he bids us not to be afraid. Three times. So it's a really important um, message that Jesus is trying to uh, convey to his disciples and indeed to you and I in 2020. Perhaps we could discern in that threefold do do, uh, do not be afraid, a reference to three kinds of fear that I'd like to share with you that commonly trouble human beings, and they're very brief. First of all, there are our hidden fears, the fears we cannot or will not dare to share with others. Fears about our health, our sinfulness, our future, and our dear ones. The fears that you carry in your heart that maybe you don't even share with them person who is most close to you. And Jesus says, do not be afraid. Everything now hidden will be made clear. Indeed, it is already fully revealed to our Father in heaven. God knows all, God understands all and through his son Jesus, who each one of us not to allow fear to overcome us. A little bit easier said than done. If you've just been diagnosed with a grave illness, that, you know, all sorts of feelings come over us in the Secondly, there is a fear of dangers from outside. The fear of war, the breakdown of law and order, which we see nightly on our news. The fear of growing violence. What about the fear of the spread of an epidemic? Who would have thought that we'd be talking about that so much uh, last Christmas? And Jesus says, Do not be afraid those who kill the body cannot kill the soul we have a god who cares for us think of two tiny sparrows that pest of the bird that always come down the ground and crumbs after we've been somewhere although we don't see any of them around right now if one of those tiny creatures falls to the ground god knows that god knows all about us too through and through Yesterday afternoon, as I was having a shower, I was, um, believe it or not, I was brushing my hair and uh, I noticed one hair is about uh, uh, an inch and a half at the back of my head. An inch and a half, so what's that in metric? That's uh, uh, 25, about 30, 37 mil. So I was very proud of myself. And I was thought of a gospel. I might think that that's a pretty amazing thing. One here, it's true, there is one hair. God knows about it. That is just, it just hit me like that. And look at yourself in the mirror. When you go home today, look at yourself in the mirror, those of you who are, who are at home, going to have a toilet break after a homily. look at yourself in the mirror. God knows everything about you. That is amazing. Amazing that our God spends time knowing about us. Finally, I think there's the uh, fear that not unlike uh, Ray who was lost, remember, at uh, Westfield in Rebilly, there's a fear that we're so small or so insignificant, so unimportant that we feel lost in the immensity of the universe. The opposite of what I was just talking about. That because I am just me among so many people around the world or so many people that live in Brisbane or so many people that come to worship in this church and other parts of the community that God doesn't care about me. God cares about all the other people who are involved or whatever. But this gospel reading today is telling us that God knows us. That God knows us intimately. That Jesus says again, there is no need to be afraid because I know you, because I am with you. And he has told us that our Father knows what calls tiny sparrows. And then he adds, I think Jesus must have had a beautiful smile on his face when he said this, you are worth more than many sparrows. I think that is a awesome uh, realization. do something a little bit different. Most of you are sitting next to someone today. What about just say to the person next to you, you matter." God. Just turn to each other and say that. <coughs> My friends, as we sit with that realization. To us. That we will want to, we really will want to deepen our relationship with God. Do not be afraid. The words are especially powerful because the one who speaks there is our friend, is our companion. The one who speaks them is there for us. We encounter the Lord in the Eucharist or in the, in the scriptures. It is the Lord in the Eucharist that says to us, do not be afraid." and with you. I'm with you in this. And we have that common union with God. God is the friend that we can trust. Life without friends would be intolerable and it is in the light of all the human friendship that God shines above all of that and God is there for us. I remember as a kid growing up one of the nuns, I think she must have thought she was really radical, and she taught us a song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And I remember it very clearly, We were all good tambourines and triangles to, to sing. It's only now in my later years that i realize what a beautiful song that is. What a friend we have in Jesus. And our sisters and brothers often in other faiths sing that song uh, so beautifully and, and really often. I've English oft, very often. Maybe we need to take those words to heart. What a friend we have in Jesus. It is he who brings us new heart this day. Over and over again, and he urges us, do not be afraid. That doesn't mean that all fears suddenly vanish, but rather that those fears don't paralyze us. There's nothing worse in our lives when we're so afraid or we're so uh, prevented from doing something because we are afraid. I've experienced that personally in my life. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has experienced that. But not to be afraid. And our prayer is an invitation for us to open our hearts to our loving God and share what's going on with us. Even if you're you're 6 or 7 or 15 or 25 or in fifties or 90s, Each one of us are called to open our hearts and speak to God. That's why I often say at the end of my anointings, let's speak to God in the stillness of your heart. That's an invitation for us to open our hearts and let God in. The Lord is at my side, a mighty hero we heard in the verse reading today. Let's take those words to heart. Each Mass brings us not only assurance, that Jesus has proved himself as our friend, even to the shedding of his blood, but also a promise that he takes away all our fears, takes away that final fear that we have, the fear of what awaits us beyond death. He tells us that he'll speak for us always to the Father, to acknowledge us as his friends and, and guarantee each one of us a place in heaven. Do not be afraid. Those words need to be written in our hearts and in our lives and our relationships. Let's sit for a moment now. Maybe let's use the beautiful little image of snuggling up to God and feel the loving embrace of our God who is always with us. And yes, the God who is always there for us. Let's pray thanksgiving that we really do matter to God, knowing that God is there with us, and knowing that we're not away, that we can overcome whatever holds us back from freely being a disciple of the Lord today.